0: People say that i threw my brain away that i'm a logical and don't have much to thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Freed Thinker podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tyler Vella. On this episode, I want to talk a little bit more about open theism. By the way, this is not one of the planned episodes that I, dis- that I mentioned in my last episode that I was going to move on to some of the philosophical and theological problems. This is actually in response to one of the arguments that Duffy himself makes, Will Duffy makes, uh, in repeated places. He made it, I believe, I remember he made it in his debate um, with Matt Slick he's made it online multiple times. Uh, I've heard it many, many places. Uh, And he said it again recently in uh, a Facebook group that I'm in. Uh, That is a private Facebook group, so I can't read the post word for word, but I am going to summarize it because he's made it plenty of places to show that this, this is a perfect example to show that Will Duffy, like most open theists I've ever talked to, just does not have a good grasp of philosophy or theology or biblical theology, and all he does is engage in these weird equivocations and just bizarre. Arguments uh, that that have totally special pleading assumptions. So I'm going to go into those in a little bit. If you appreciate this content or any of the content here at the Freed Thinker podcast or the Freed Thinker YouTube page, remember I do have a YouTube page uh, there. I deal exclusively uh, with apologetics to unbelievers. Here is much more uh, in house or uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> open theism isn't an in house orthodox position, but it's not necessarily doing evangelism to um, uh, to, to non-theists and to atheists and things like that, which is the purpose of the YouTube channel. So it, so here it lands. Uh, so if you appreciate the content and, uh, on any of the platforms, please consider becoming a sponsor. You can become a sponsor by clicking on the Become a Sponsor, <laughs> I know, surprising, uh, link at the blog, or you can do so by visiting Patreon and becoming a sponsor there. Also, please consider giving us a rating and a review on iTunes. That always helps out. So with that, let's jump right in the show and see the evidence that Will Duffy and other open theists just do not even understand the most basic concepts of classical Orthodox Christian theism. Enjoy the show. recent post in a group that I'm in it's a private group so I can't share word for word uh, what's what's in it Uh, I I, uh, I respect the the admins there and that's their rules so I will abide Uh, but he's made this argument many places so I can give the basic summary of it the argument that he tries to give is that because stone idols idols made out of stone such as those in the Old Testament can't experience emotion that means that they're impeccable, and because they—I'm uh, I'm sorry, that means they're impassable, and because they can't sin, because they're rocks, they're impeccable, um, and because for some reason he says they can't change, that therefore they're immutable. That's one of the stranger of the three, although they're all three strange, uh, and therefore he says they all share the same attributes of uh, the god of classical theism— and so, therefore, that's a problem for classical theism. Yeah. Now, okay. Uh, most of you, let, let's let's finish our eye rolls. Let's let's get through that. <laughs> um, here's the problem, right? I, and, and I'm kind of doing the, I'm 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 doing this one off the cuff. I've I've done a response to him. Um, but this isn't a scripted episode, so sorry if I, I wander a little bit. The problem with this, the problems with this are manifold. Right? There are numerous problems with it, um, but, l- but let me go through a couple of them, and then I'm going to show you how this argument actually, um, if, if, it's, if it's valid, if he thinks it's a valid way to argue, actually cuts both ways. So the, the problem with this type of argument is uh, that he seems to think that if you can say some attribute of one thing is an attribute of another thing, that therefore they're the same type of thing. Right, because because that'd be the argument. If if the attributes of God can equally describe a rock, and we don't think a rock is God, then therefore, then the, the God of classical theism might as well be a rock, right? And so therefore, it's false. That that's the argument that he's that he's generally making. Otherwise, what's the point of it, right? So so here's there's, there's lots of problems with it, right? It's so it it's so absurd that it's that's hard to think that that anyone takes this guy seriously. But okay, first. Uh, we don't typically say that something has an attribute, a certain attribute, in virtue of it being the kind of thing that cannot experience what's excluded by that attribute, right? So so we don't say that stones are comatose, right, or that they're unconscious, right, because they aren't experiencing consciousness, right? Well, well why don't we say stones are unconscious or, or comatose or sleeping, right? Because they're not experienced waking consciousness. Well, we, we don't say that because those are typically terms that we describe, or that we ascribe to agents who can experience both sides of that, of that experience, right? So a person can be unconscious in virtue of the fact that they can be Conscious, right? So we 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 understand that as a as a privation of something that we would normally expect a person uh, to in in that category to be able to do. Um, that so so rocks don't have these superlative attributes because they're they're not the kinds of things that we would otherwise expect to experience these types of things. So let me let, let, let me give some let me give some examples of of how Duffy is 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 making a a mistake when it comes to this type of argument. And at the same time, also proving my point, this is the perfect demonstration. Last on my last episode and in my debate, when I said Will Duffy does not understand based, the most basic, trivial concepts of classical theism. I mean, this is things we teach elementary students in Sunday school, and he does not grasp them. So <clears throat> so let, let's go through some of these attributes, right? So he says because they because rocks don't have emo- emotions, they're emotionless. Therefore, they have the attribute of impassibility. Okay. Classical theism impassibility isn't the lack of emotions. Impassibility is the lack of emotions which are caused by other entities. Right? So so it means that God is God does not experience emotions contingently based on other creatures that he has created. By the way, impassibility is the logical consequence of A aseity. aseity is the doctrine that God is not contingent. There's nothing about God that is contingent upon his own creation. Right, So it's not that God has no emotions. God can rejoice over the salvation of a sinner because he's righteous and has decreed it. It's not contingent upon that sinner. Right? So so God can, God has emotions. They're just not contingent. He is impassable. He's not swayed by passions. right. So So God doesn't experience emotions contingently upon His own creation. That's why He's impassable. Is that the same for stones? No, that's not the same for stones, right? Because sto- stones don't experience emotions. But just not contingently. They don't experience emotions at all. They're not they're, they're stones. They're not agents. They're not persons, right? So this this shows that Duffy just again doesn't understand these basic theological concepts. What about impeccability? Uh, b- by the way, he he relates impeccability to not changing, which is is somewhat the case. God doesn't change his mind. He doesn't lie, for example. So that that's part of impeccability. But impeccability doesn't just mean the lack of sin. Right, it's a superlative of being perfect in righteousness. Right, so a rock, quote unquote, lacks sin because it's not an agent at all. It can't, do, it can't sin or do good. Right, it can't do anything. Right, it's a rock. This is the same way as when atheists say babies and dogs and rocks are quote unquote atheists because they lack a belief. Right, well that <laughs> rocks lack a belief because they don't have beliefs. Right? They, they, they lack a belief because they don't have cognition whatsoever right they're not minds they're not persons right it, it's just an equivocation on, on what is even meaningful by what we mean by a lack of belief or a belief to attribute those to rocks and dogs and and, and newborns and stuff because they don't possess any belief. Right, the same thing with impeccability. It's not that God that God simply lacks uh, lacks sin or lacks the ability to sin. He lacks it in virtue of him being perfect in righteousness, right? Because he is perfect in righteousness, he cannot do evil, right? So he is without sin, right? That's not the same thing as just saying, "Oh well, rocks don't have sin either," right? Well, that's just that, I mean, that's just silly. He then also says <clears throat> that rocks are immutable. This is, this is the, probably one of the dumbest ones, right? He says rocks are immutable um, b- and don't change. I, I don't even know where he gets this, right? He, he even says, he clarifies somewhere else that they don't change by ex- without external forces. Well, here's the problem. Immutability is tied to necessity, Right god god cannot change because god is a necessary being if god could change that means there's a possible world in which god would be different than god is right this means that god wouldn't be a necessary entity rocks however didn't exist you know, in eternity past. Rocks came into being. Rocks change. (laughs) Rocks can change. Rocks can be destroyed. Rocks can go away. Rocks, we we can break them. We can grind them. We can destroy them. They can weather. In fact, we, we, you know, geologists measure time. They measure change by measuring rocks. So even... not only is it weird to try to make the argument that it will if, if rocks are immutable and God is immutable, then then therefore you know God is like a rock and and, and ju- that's just a bad attribute. Not only is that argument just that's just nonsense, but in this case, it's just it doesn't even make any sense because rocks change; <laughs> they're not immutable. So like I don't even know why you would say this attribute is even shared between the two. I mean I don't really get why you say the attribute is shared between the other two, but this one is like rocks aren't even remotely close to what we call immutable it just is it just is it's so silly like this is this is the depths that he wants to go to try to prove his view right it's like i said it's hard to understand how people take him take this guy seriously whatsoever so the the other the other point okay so so now we now we've seen his original argument is just is just bad right but there, there's a parody of the argument that if he thinks this argument is good, uh, there's a parody that you can give to show that it works against his view also, right? So so I can say, okay, well, rocks in, exist in time. Therefore, rocks are time-bound. And Duffy's view of God is time-bound. What about rocks? You know, as we just saw, rocks are mutable. Rocks are changeable in their nature. Um, apparently, on, on his view, God is mutable. God is changeable in his nature. And so therefore, rocks are like his view of God. Rocks, rocks also don't have exhaustive knowledge, right? Well, God on his His view doesn't have exhaustive knowledge. Therefore, rocks are the same as his God, and, and therefore he has a deficient view of God, right? That This type of equivocal, question-begging argument can work both ways because... The reason why it can work both ways is because it's it's silly because it's fallacious. You can make a and you can make a fallacious argument against anything. Right. That, that's the that's the reason why some arguments are fallacious is just because they're, they're so bad. You can make it against whatever you wanted. I can I can apply this to my computer. I can apply this to the microphone. I could apply this to clouds. I can, right. I mean, it, it, contradictions and, and 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 logically fallacious arguments literally can apply to whatever you want to apply them to because they're not they're not following the rules of logic. Right. Th- that's why this argument is so bad. Now I, I presented this counter-argument to Duffy. By the way, uh, I, I, I have tagged Duffy in my response to his argument, and he, and he hasn't answered. Um, but for some reason, when I when I give this counter he he answered immediately, um, and and he gives this strange response. Right? His 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 response is basically that my parody uh, argument isn't compelling because it's a non sequitur because. Uh, because the the analogies don't work because a rock is a rock and a rock isn't god <laughs> right so he, so he says basically because the, the, because uh, because i can say they share the same attributes um it doesn't matter because well everything exists in time and so therefore pointing out a rock exists in time just doesn't really add anything because it's it's not a meaningful it's not a meaningful application of the terms yeah that's that's exactly the pro that you nailed it. That's exactly the problem. That's why the parody is a parody, because the arguments are so bad. He, But he, then he says, but that doesn't apply to his argument, because his argument's compelling because on his argument, well, rocks don't have the ability to sin. And since God doesn't have the ability to sin, then, then therefore it's a good argument. Right? So he's it's all... all, all let, me, let me give it this, this way. All his rejoinder says is... Because I like that there, there are these definitional equivocal overlaps in one case, and I don't like them in the other case. Therefore, the one I don't like doesn't work, and the one I do like does work. But he affirms the analogy. He affirms that in both cases, the attributes of, of one concept of God can be applied to rocks. Right? But he wants it to work in one case, and so therefore it's good in that case. And he doesn't want it to work in the other case, and so therefore it's bad. But there's no reason. Right? It's, he, he actually admits, without, without expressly saying it, he admits implicitly that the parody is exactly a parody of his argument. He just basically says he doesn't like it because, well, rock, rocks are mutable in the sense that... He, he, he says that rock rocks aren't mutable in the sense of changing their mind, for example, well, why not? Rocks don't change their mind. Well, because they don't have a mind. Yeah, that's exactly the problem with your argument. Rocks aren't impeccable. They aren't sinless because they don't have the capacity to sin. And so therefore, it's not an attribute to to be perfect in righteousness. Right. So that's exactly the point. He just misses it. It's, it's just total special pleading. And equivocation but this anyways the, the, the whole point of this is it shows exactly this is the perfect example showing why in my debate with will Duffy in my posts in my previous episode I've shown that most open theists and and, and I'm gonna say most because honestly Duffy is is actually representing quite a wide swath of open theists and and, and their views um, but but let's just say him specifically in my engagements he just makes poor arguments. He doesn't, he, d- he makes fallacious arguments. He draws invalid implications. He uses equivocations. He begs the question. And this is a paradigmatic example of the fact, the, the clear and obvious fact that he just does not even understand basic theological terminology and categories and concepts that have gone back millennia, right? Classic, Classical Orthodox theism, Classical Orthodox Christian theism has been well-defined, well-articulated, and well-defended for almost two millennia now. Uh, and here we have someone who just exhibits that he does not understand these concepts. And so when he starts engaging with them and when he starts to deny them and starts to defend open theism, we can very clearly see his arguments are fallacious, and he's he's objecting to something that he just does not understand. All right, well, thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Freed Thinker podcast dealing with uh, Will Duffy and open theism. Again, stay tuned. I do have more content coming dealing with open theism, dealing with the philosophical problems, dealing with the theological problems. I also have a debate coming up on capturing Christianity, more of a discussion uh, with, with John Crammon dealing with the concept of election in Romans 9. Um, So stay tuned for that. That's going to be on July 2nd, I believe at 1 p.m., could be 2 uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go ahead and check out uh, Capturing Christianity on YouTube. Uh, Click the subscribe button there. Uh, So you can get the alerts on that episode. Again, thank you for joining. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, commendations, or condemnations, please feel free to visit the blog at freedthinkerpodcast.blogspot.com. You can email freedthinkerpodcast.gmail.com or visit and comment on the Freed Thinker group page on Facebook. Thanks again for joining. Good night and God bless.